This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. It's your weekly blitz with Chris, keeping you in the game. Hello and good morning, everybody. I hope the day is treating you well and you're having a wonderful day. Coach Chris Cotton here from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching, where we work hard to support your financial success. As you get into today's episode, you may know someone in your network who can benefit from what I'm talking about today. So please take time to share personally or through your social network. Even even if you think one, one person can get one thing out of it, that's one more thing than they knew today. Also, if you have an idea for a show topic or just want to talk shop, feel free to get with me at chris at autofixsos.com. Before we get started, though, with episode 49, celebrating wins and savoring the moment, I'd really like to take a quick second to give a shout out and thank our sponsor, AutoLeap. Do you find it hard to manage the day-to-day at your auto repair shop? If so, AutoLeap is here to make your life easier. AutoLeap is a modern, sleek, cutting-edge software for all your shop management needs. Say goodbye to stacks of paper and hello to your future. Streamline your daily processes, build stronger relationships with your customers, and turbocharge your growth, all with AutoLeap. What are you waiting for? Make the jump to the future of auto repair software with AutoLeap. Check them out at www.autoleap.com. You can also go to our show notes for the link as well. Where this is coming from, the inspiration for this topic, if you will, as a shop owner, I did a terrible job of celebrating the wins. I would say even in the past few years, I haven't done a great job at it. But the the farther I advance as an auto, auto repair shop coach, the more my business advances, the more wins we have and the more substantial wins we have. And usually in the rush of life and everything, we high five each other real quick and then jump off to do something else just because there's other things to do. I really want you to think about celebrating wins, savoring wins, both personally in business and with your team. Celebrating wins is a great way to advance your company, advance your business. And I'm going to give you 10 reasons or, or 10 steps, 10 things to do. But if you're trying to build a, a great company culture, and if you want to tie employees to you and make them want to wake up and come to you in the morning, instead of getting up and saying, hey, I got to make the donuts, then this is one of the ways you do it. And so I really want you to think about it. It, ma- it makes me go back to a time when I was having a meeting. I had an agenda. I rushed through it. I didn't emphasize the wins enough, and it made it sound like the wins were the same as what we were working on, and it really didn't work. And after the meeting, Kimberly's like, dude, that sucked. She's like, I, I wouldn't follow you. She goes, I wouldn't work for you. That was terrible. And it really, really made me think, it was like, wow, if she thought that, I wonder what the guys thought. I wonder what their perception of that meeting was. So basically I had a meeting, had a agenda, spent a lot of time on it. It basically was no good. Like the whole thing, the setup was wrong. I think about it. We were in the wrong room. We didn't break bread. There was no camaraderie. There was basically them sitting on the couches and chairs and everything. And me, me standing there talking to them completely. That was like a zero. That's not even like a, like a man, I scored a 59. I'll give you a point to get a 60 or a D. That was a straight net, straight, straight and straight, zero F. You flunked, you failed. You were doing a terrible job. So hopefully now in my stage of life, I've gotten way past that. And I'll take any opportunity to to take a piece of cake or anything else and celebrate. We're gonna get into this. And I want I also want you to think about celebrating 
as an owner, as a business person, as a manager, as a leader, this also helps you develop your personal brand and how you interact with your employees. Okay. So let's get into it now. So when your team experiences success, what do you do and how do you handle it? Do you, do you ignore those wins? Are you automatically working toward the next goal without an acknowledgement of what has just been achieved? Do you share a quick congratulations or good job and then head back to your office? Uh, that was 100% me. High five, everybody. Good job. Off we go. And, and that sucks. But again, in, in our world, present state, it's, it's way too easy to place immediate focus on your next task at hand and forget to stop and reflect on what's been achieved. But if you ignore the wins of your team, you miss a vital opportunity not only to inspire your team onto even greater successes, but to strengthen your own leadership, personal brand in the process. Remember, I talked about that just a minute ago. And why is that important? So your leadership personal brand is defined as the way others perceive, think, and feel about you as a leader. And it can make or break your success. Terrible leaders have a terrible personal brand. Great leaders have a great personal brand. This impacts your image, your reputation, your relationships, and your performance. And as a result, it also impacts your overall career and your finances. If you constantly, consistently gloss over your team's successes without recognition, what does that say about you as a leader? How do you think employees perceive, think, and feel about a leader when their efforts go unappreciated? Those perceptions also reflect on the company as a whole, and that kind of downward spiral can mean loss of some of your best team members. So I want you to stop for a minute and think about a great leader you had. What was their personal brand? What did you like about it? What could they have done better? Now I want you to think about a leader that you had that was terrible. They were more a manager instead of a leader. And if you don't know the difference, a manager just stands at points and a leader, they put their arms out and bring everybody forward with them. Think about the, the bad leader that you had and what their personal brand was. How do you think they could have improved that? What do you think they could have done different? So now I'm going to get, get into the keys for, for not only celebrating wins, but savoring wins. So number one, remind you of the goal you set and why you set it in the first place. It's easy to forget why a goal was important, but forgetting that removes all meaning from the task. When people remember why the work they do helps grow the business, they're inspired to do more. Number two, remind you that a good focused goal setting process works. You set the goal, you create strategies to achieve the goal, and then you reach the outcomes you want, i.e., you achieve the goal. This not only delivers good results, but it inspires your team to set goals in all areas of their work as well. If, if they see you doing it, then they're going to want to be part of that, and they're going to set individual goals to help reach the company's bigger goals. Number three, it motivates your team to continue delivering good work. Employees who feel appreciated and know their efforts have been noticed become even more productive with the next round of projects. If you give them a goal, they achieve it. Then the next goal you give them, they achieve it. It just keeps moving. You keep moving the bar, achieving the bar, raising the bar, setting the bar, achieving it back and forth. Number four, it unifies the team around a positive outcome. If there are members of your team who are struggling to get along, reminding them that they have achieved a common goal helps bring them together. And, and I'm going to step aside real quick. We had a conversation in one of our alpha groups yesterday, and we were talking about like a communication issue. 
and how the shop just wasn't communicating properly. And and what what's one of the team building things that you can do to 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 make that better or foster that connection? And and one of the shop owners in the group said that he likes taking his his team members to an escape room. There's nothing better than being locked in a room in you know, I know they'll let you out, but if you can beat somebody else's time as a team, or if you can communicate and as an owner, I want you to participate, but I want you to step back and watch how everybody else communicates during those exercises. If you watch how they do that in that hour or 45 minutes or whatever, it will tell you a lot about your business and how they communicate and don't try to fix anything, coach anything on the spot, take notes, watch, help, participate, but take notes, watch, and then have a coaching session afterwards. Hey, you guys did a great job, but this is what I saw. And this may be bleeding into our everyday work. Okay. So number five reminds the team that they work for a winning organization. People want to work for winners. They don't want to go to work every day and get their teeth kicked in, right? People want to work for winners. So one of the greatest morale builders that a leader can offer employees is the knowledge that they work for a successful company. Even if, and especially if there are other areas where the company might be struggling. So if you're struggling in productivity or struggling in sales, but productivity is high, celebrate those wins and then tie it into the bigger picture. Number six, it forces you and your team to concentrate on the positive rather than the negative. This is a huge thing. I, I, I talk about it all the time. I talked about it recently. You can't come home and tell your partner all the bad things that happened at work. You have to get rid of the negativity and focus on the positivity. And I've also been saying this, there's so much negative in the world, they don't need you to be negative. Be positive, drive the negative out. Even if your company's taking some hits in the down economy, the pandemic, local road closures, whatever, there are still wins you can celebrate. You'll always do better off having a scorecard for success, finding people doing good than you will by... Um, spanking them on the nose with a fly swatter or a newspaper. Give your team a boost by celebrating and reminding them that good things are still happening for the company. Even if it's little things, celebrate it. Number seven, builds momentum for you and your team. When a success is celebrated, everyone is reminded that their ability to reach one specific goal indicates just how close they are to achieving even greater goals. Number eight, gets you away from mundane day-to-day tasks. No matter how briefly, changing your team's mindset from work to celebration gives both you and your team renewed positive energy on the job. Again, a celebration, a cake for a birthday, a cookie cake, pulling everybody together and handing out gift cards for gas, saying, hey, we did a great job. Having a local detailer come detail all the cars, something, find find something to pull everybody out of their day, even if it stops productivity for 15, 30 minutes. Give everybody a reason to refresh and then keep going. Number nine, allows you to connect with colleagues and coworkers in a way that is not just work-related. Remember that meeting where I said earlier I had it and everybody was sitting there on the couches, basically listening to me read the agenda? Make it interactive. You know, have these things on the schedule. Like the first Tuesday of every month, we have an all-hands-on-deck sales meeting. If you want to go outside and go drive go-karts and have it, then that's fine too. You know, find a way to break the routine and not make it monotonous. This helps you build a more personal connection with your team. Think about leadership branding, personal branding. And it's another great way to boost your leadership personal brand, which I just said and I just repeated. So it must be important. 
Number 10, it allows you to reward specific employees. When you're clear about what went well, naming names, dates, great ideas, and the deadlines that were met or exceeded, you not only legitimize the celebration, but you reinforce the kinds of behavior that the company values. Again, think culture, company, working together. This shows your team exactly how they can earn similar celebrations in the future. One of the one of the things that's come up recently in one of my shops is they have a box, an anonymous box for suggestions for the company. And somebody put in it that they really wanted to have an employee of the month program. And, and the way they wanted to be rewarded for that was uh, in this particular shop, the parking area is small and the employees block, walk from like two, three blocks away to get to work. So what they wanted to do is they wanted to have an employee of the month that got a, an actual parking spot in the parking lot. And so even although it, it took away from one of the customer parking spots, it was something that we felt important about culturally, everything else like that. So now we have an, a recognition for the employee of the month for that. Individual, find a way to reward people individually. As a leader, it's your job to keep your team motivated toward its own growth, as well as toward the common goal of growing and building the company. Celebrating wins is a great way to do both and has the great side effect of boosting your own leadership personal brand at the same time. So I'm going to give you my email address here in a minute, but I want you to think about ways you reward specific employees, or if you're not currently doing it, maybe some ways that you can think of to reward specific employees and and move that forward. If you ask me, I would be like, I'm not recognition dependent. But every personality test I've ever taken would say otherwise. Say, nope, Chris needs a pat on the back. He needs, he needs, even though he would be embarrassed to be pulled up and, and told everybody how awesome he is, he would say he doesn't need that, but he does need that. Like every personality test I've ever taken says that. So I want you to think all, think about all this and think about how you can put this into work. Okay. So, hey, everybody, thanks for taking time out of your busy day to listen. If you haven't found us on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify and follow us for free, then why not? Also, I'm sure there's someone you care about who can benefit from our talk here today. So please feel free to share or forward this episode onto them. Again, this has been Coach Chris Cotton from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching. If you find yourself struggling in your auto repair business or have a feeling like you don't know what you don't know, but you're eager to learn and grow your business, then please feel free to reach out to me. Chris at autofixsos.com or give me a call at 940-400-1008. Get out, everybody, and rise and grind.